another episode ready to go They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate Listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate It's the horror show Hello everybody and welcome to the Horror Show, show dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Hello, Joe. What's going on? Nothing. So, boy, there's so much to catch up on, I feel like, when we skip a week, which we don't really skip a week. We just do the live show, like, a day early, but it always feels like we're skipping a week. Um... But uh, you, um, we're skipping our um, bonus episode because your whole family got the the the, the vid, got the Rona, the Joe vid, got the Rona. Um, yeah. Everyone was very concerned. How everyone yeah, I'm everyone bummed should. I had to miss that show, man. I I'm good. My my kids unfortunately got it the worst. Logan especially, like poor guy was out. He's finally back to himself. Um, you know, Shay, Shay was fucking hurting, and then Tina was like, it was like scary. It was like it was on Mother's Day. It was, it was like hit her at like noon, and she was just like immobile, bedridden. I'm like, what the fuck? How did this happen so fast? And then the next day, she was like, pretty much, she wasn't better, like like fully recovered, but she was she wasn't like she was the day before. So that was good. And then me, I just, I don't know, I'm fucking I'm fucking fine. I keep testing positive though. Everyone else is good. I. I'm still positive. So. Yeah, man, this shit is fucking bizarre how this shit works, but I don't know. And me and James were sick all week. I've been sick for like two weeks now, and it fucking blows. And I tested negative 18 fucking times. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Honestly, I, I was like- excited to get it so I could like bail on shit. <laughs> I had so many plans I didn't want to do. Like, I was like, oh, yes, give me COVID. Nope, just a fucking cold. I know I shouldn't say that, I guess, but anyway, whatever. It's like, dude, I'm like way more tired than ever. So this is probably gonna be a little low energy on my part. I'm not even going to drink tonight, but, uh, I like people keep asking me, do you have any symptoms? I'm like, honestly, I don't fucking know if the crippling, like tiredness that I feel is due to the fact that I've been running around, you know, taking care of two sick kids for and and a wife for a week, or if it's like a side effect, but oh, I'm fucking tired, dude. And there's on top of it all, there's like this flu cold going around, by the way, this is a sick talk with Joe and Sean this week. Uh, there's like a cold and flu going around too, like two different fucking things. Cause a guy I worked with got COVID and then like he felt better. And then like the next day he got hit with something else and he was testing negative and it was, his doctor was like, I think you just got the flu immediately after COVID, which like, what the fuck? So he was out for like two weeks. It was insane. Yeah. I feel like everybody's sick right now. Yeah, dude. Oh, it's fucking disgusting. It's absolutely fucking repulsive. And you know what? Yeah. It's just disgusting, dude. You go out and everyone's fucking coughing. I want to fucking stab everyone. It's fucking gross. It's absolutely gross. Um, How's that show? So let's let's big up some of our listeners. Yeah, yeah, toward yeah. the East Coast. Let's do that. So uh, Ballista, um, uh, fans of the show, Zach and his uh, girlfriend, Val... Um, shout out to them. They're, they've been listening to us fucking forever, man. Um, yeah, it's like what 2015. Yeah, course, right? it's crazy. Um, so he's in this band, Ballista. Check them out. Um, and uh, sick, sick puppy Seth 
our guy. Um, he's in a band. Well, he's in like eighteen bands, but he he was touring with uh, what is it? Gates to Hell. Gates to Hell. I think Gates to Hell. Yeah. Um, and they came up to Connecticut, so I I popped in. Joe was going to, and then he got COVID. Actually, Joe was more gung ho about it than I was, and then I ended up going. It was fucking weird, but anyway, um. So Joe couldn't go, but I met them and they were um, super great. Love them. So Love jealous. those guys. Those guys were little sweethearts. I don't think you're supposed to say that about these hardcore kids, but they were the nicest group of guys and gals I've ever met. And uh, yeah, check out both those bands. Um, and if you're a touring musician and you need or in a band and you need some musicians, look up uh, Sick Puppy Seth. On Instagram, right? That's his IG. That's his name. Yeah. Sick puppy yeah. Seth. He is. He's a touring musician, um, and so he's in like eighteen bands. He's out of Kentucky, so he's centralized. And uh, shout that boy out, man. He does every dude. He plays fucking guitar, and then he's like, for some reason, I thought he was the drummer. And it's probably because I saw him in one of the pictures of this tour beforehand. And then I see him. He's like, oh yeah, I'm the guitarist, but our drummer bailed, and now I'm drumming. And now I was like was thinking, Jack of all trades, dude. Maybe I was thinking like I was expecting some like you know like hardcore can have some like pretty basic drumming, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like the punk drumming, just like basic shit, dude. He comes out of the gate just like like a fucking madman, like shit, like like true metal drumming, like, and you were like, holy fuck, like, yeah. What jealous man? How do you jealous. pick that shit up? Like he's like, yeah, I just started doing it this tour. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was like, yeah, no, that kid's like super talented. Like, yeah, must must be nice to have talent. Uh, I, and he like he's he <laughs> decided was, to do something. He was so fucking humble. Like he he was he was so humble and like, but every other musician that I talked to that was there was like, that dude is like unbelievable. <laughs> like, that guy knows his shit. So. Shout out got to some them. talented fit listeners, man. I know it's fucking crazy. It's it's actually weird. Like the only reason I'm shouting out Seth is because like we actually have people that listen to us that are like actual like kind of music musical celebrities. Like you know what I mean. Like we have reach to people that need touring musicians. So it's like kind of cool to be able to do that. Like I told him I'd shout him out because I was like, for some reason we have talented. Listeners, I don't know what to say. Like, they've got nothing to do, I guess. But shout out to them. Shout out to Ben Johnson, who um, I called a piece of shit a while back um, for his wedding. <laughs> for his wedding. His wedding gift. Yeah. Um, he ended up sending us some vinyl. So I just want to say thanks to him. He sent us the Rawhead Rex vinyl and the House slash House 2 uh, vinyl records. Um, Rawhead Rex sitting in my dining room. Right now. <laughs> and I here I was nervous that I left it like face forward to the door in case like Shay saw it. <laughs> oh no, it's my dining room. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so there's that. And then real quick too, let's shout out our fucking live show, our Tiptoes live show, and the crew that showed out for that. Sh- shocked at the number of people that came. To tiptoes, yeah, to fucking tiptoes. I was nervous. I, I didn't, I didn't know how this one would go. I was like, this is gonna be a disaster. I thought it was a, a disaster, one, a one and done thing. I thought it was done, dude. A dramedy, like a fucking dramedy. That's the fucking craziest thing. But um, 
I had a blast. I like that was probably one of the more fun live shows for me. That yeah. So I'm open to doing any kind of movie now. In like, terms of content, like that was the craziest ending I think I've ever seen in a movie. Period. Period. A guy, a guy abandons his child <laughs> and uh, his his brother moves in with the wife. Fucks <laughs> his wife. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. And like the whole movie is not leading up to that. <laughs> No. The movie is not leading up to that reveal in any way. Like, not on any planet where you like, huh, I think there's there might be something going on here. I think this is what's going to happen. Just like a light switches and McConaughey's like, I fucking hate that baby. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? And then he shows up and is like, I'm fucking out of here. And then the wife is like. the The weirdest. That was the other weird part about that. The woman who's playing the wife. What's her name? I forget her name. Kate Beck. Kate Beckinsale. She has this like tender moment with him as he's abandoning them. And she's like, I'm so happy for you. Like, it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. He's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. She was, it was such a positive send off for Matthew McConaughey, who literally like walked in and was like, I'm never Biggest coming back. Biggest piece of shit move. Yeah. <laughs> Just straight up tells him I'm never coming back. <laughs> So crazy. So Tiptoes was great. Um, appreciate that. We have we have our whole schedule lined up for the summer, which we can, yeah. we can talk about later. But um, if we got time, but we got we got a, a movie to talk about here. Okay, so so Reagan advertises as Patreon picks, which is kind of true, kind of not. Like I, so people still ask if we still do Patreon picks. We don't officially, but. I tell Patreon members or anyone, you can always send us a movie. Like, I don't care. Like, I keep track of them. But if you're a Patreon member and you send me it, I have, a like, a big spreadsheet. And I have all the old ones that we never did. And then if I get a good recommendation, I throw it on there. Um, and maybe we'll get to it eventually. I just use it when we're, we're having trouble thinking about a movie. Um, so, anyway. So, these are Patreon picks, sort of. Like, they're just from this list that I have. Um, but Dead Silence has been so highly requested for so long. I feel like it hits a a year where it was just like I feel like it's like one of those movies that was just accessible to like late high schoolers and like college. Like we were kind of in the college frame we're, for this. Yeah, um, it was two thousand seven. So yeah, my my first senior year, um, as I love to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember it coming out, and I I did see it because James Wan was was a big name at that time. Yeah, um, like promising up up and coming. Like Saw was such a huge hit. Um, I was excited for it, and I remember thinking it was like an atmospheric, creepy movie. And like I still had that thought until today when I when I watched it, and I was like, why was I shocked that Malignant was the way that it was? This is the most <laughs> Malignant esque movie. Like, of course he made Malignant. This, this is fucking ridiculous. He fucking loves cops. He just he fucking. I don't. I don't know if he knows like <laughs> the well, way that he has. Co- it's always just Donnie Wahlberg, and it's just a guy in a trench coat digging, like digging, <laughs> dude, corp, fucking grave digging. Like he's digging up cor- corpses. Like cops don't do that, you know. I don't know that he knows exactly what they do. He just has one guy that's like a Dick Tracy. It's always Donnie Wahlberg, bro. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. That that's exactly that's exactly what this is. That's so crazy. It, it's there's not Sean, there's not even a police force. No. There is a 
a, a huge murder that is being investigated. It is only Donnie Wahlberg showing up at every place by himself, doing everything by himself. <laughs> like, and it's always like a yeah, see, like type of fucking like yes. crony yes. cop. <laughs> so fucking like a pi like it's so crazy and he is he is way more like a pi but yeah he's not he's the entire police <laughs> dude, he, so dude, him contaminating every piece of evidence <laughs> doing forensic research himself bro and doesn't he pl- he plays that same role in the, the sauce the sauce here is the exact same i thought thing. It was, i thought it was gonna cross over like I, I was i was hoping like i didn't pick up on it the first time i watched it and that there was like it's his own universe, but it's not. It's just, Dude, I, it's I looked that up too. I looked that up because I was like, wait, because also he couldn't think of another name for the, a puppet. He just named it Billy, just like in Saw's puppet is Billy. Like fucking guy, Lee Wanell. I love you, brother, but what the fuck you doing out here? Like, like fucking maniac. We're just naming every... Dude, bring back Donnie Wahlberg and let's just name the puppet the same thing. And they kind of... I don't want to say they resemble each other because people will be like, no, they don't. But if you look up a side by side, because there's plenty of pictures that compare them, like they have like similar features. It's kind of weird. Like they have a very similar nose. It, it just Billy and Jigsaws is like much more exaggerated. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's fucking weird. So they were already done with Saws one through three. Lee Winnell had written all of those. And then he writes Dead Silence. Um, and then James Wan, he, he had just done, what did he do? He did Saw and Saw 2? Or, oh, did he direct Saw 2 or no? Uh, you know what? I didn't look up. When did Death Sentence come out? Because I remember that being around the same time. Um, Death Sentence, yeah, I think I think he did. Dead Sentence, Death Sentence came out the same year as this, 2007. Um, so I think he kind of bounced after Saw 1. Um, yeah, he just did Saw. Yeah, he just did Saw and then Dead Silence. Um, and Lee Winnell, like, is pretty critical of this movie, which I, I kind of find a little bit odd. But um, he really didn't like it. And then afterwards was like, I'll never do a, a major studio movie again. Well, that lasted fucking... He did Doggy Heaven a short in 2008 and then Insidious in 2010. So, fucking... Who, Lee Lee or James? Lee. Lee did Insidious too? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, the guy's got, like, a a talent, but, like, really, when you look at them, they're all kind of the same. (laughs) Like, they're they're all very similar, and and the scares are all very similar, but if it works, it works. I'm, I'm fine with it. I love Malignant. This was Malignant Jr., for sure. I mean... This would be the senior, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. You're right. Chronologically speaking. Chronologically, yes. Um, but, yeah. So, Lee quickly went straight back to the studios, but that's fine. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. Um, so, yeah. Super, super popular movie. It didn't do great in the theaters either, which, I don't know. And he also claimed, like, I don't know. He claimed there were issues with the writing and, like, he wasn't in charge. And I don't know. I don't know. What can you say? Fucking Lee. I mean, the cast, we already talked about Donnie, which I had a problem with, but that was the main kid. uh, He's he's, who Jason Stackhouse in uh, True Blood. That's like all he is, right? That dude, that's all. And I I actually like that kid. Like, I actually think he's like funny as fuck. But like, where did he go? Huh? 
Yeah, I, I mean, it didn't really have that much star power, in my opinion. No. I mean, he, yeah. I guess he didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. As like you're saying, like in this movie. Yeah, in this movie. Yeah. So is this, I wonder, is this before or after True Blood? This had to be during, right? Or maybe right before. It would be nice if we looked this stuff up. <laughs> let me. Let me see what from 2008 to 2014. From 2008 to 2014. Ah, so this is before. So, so this, yeah, like. So he parlayed this into a fucking role. The guy's Australian did. too, which is. He is, yeah. Fucking. And he, dude, his face looks just like Haley Joe Osment in Sixth Sense. It's fucking weird. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't think I ever noticed that. I'm looking up his. Uh, yeah, he's like doing just like little shit here and there. Blinky Bill the movie. Okay. Mm, North. Yeah. N- <laughs> Weird. I thought I thought it was odd to have him as as the lead in this. Wait, I don't remember him being on Eric Andre, so I'm gonna have to fucking dig that up. That sounds fucking incredible. <laughs> Poor fucking guy, <laughs> getting terrorized by Eric Andre. Um. So yeah, you the and then you also you have you have a few other people in here too. Um, what's that character actor that did? Uh, Bob Bob Gunton. Yes, yes, yes. From, a, from, from Ace the greatest sequel of all time. Yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Most notable from Ace Ventura two as the guy that owns the uh, like zoo park or whatever the fuck it's called. Yes. Uh, Ace, Ace Ace attaches a parachute to his car just so he could parasail behind it and then use a telescope to, to look to get his license plate number. In the middle, we, can we do Ace Ventura too? For absolutely, a live show? absolutely. In the middle of the montage is supposed to show Ace being like super slick and stealthy and not getting caught. <laughs> <laughs> like swimming with hippopotamus, right? Being, right, like being, hiding yeah. berries with monkeys, yeah. And then he's just on a fucking giant fucking parachute. Being ca- Dude, the drag that that would cause the car, the driver would be like, what is fucking pulling us backwards? Like, this is so, like, the drag, dude, that car would fucking, oh my God. Such a funny gag. <laughs> dude, that movie is so fucking good beginning to end. It's actually. I say it all the time. It's, it's been insane. top five comedy, so I don't care what anybody says. It's, dude, you want to tell me, I know, I know we're ranting, but. Lay off me. I've had a rough week. Chicago. You want to tell me that fucking Wes Anderson movies are funnier than Ace Ventura 2? There's no fucking way. There's Absolutely no fucking, way. fucking not. Absolutely fucking not. Unbelievable. <laughs> People would make that claim. Ace Ventura 2 is fucking dope. Uh, so you got Donnie Wahlberg, you got Bob Gunton, and you got uh, Amber Valletta, who is a model. Um, she looked super familiar, but then I d- had I could not pick her out of anything from her. Um, I don't know anything she bad. I, th- I think it was she looked like uh, Mia Farrow in Rosemary's Baby. That's all I could think of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in uh, What Lies Beneath, Hitch, Transporter Two, um, Gamer, The Spy Next Door. Wait, dude, is Gamer that fucking <laughs> Gerard with, Butler? For? Gerard Butler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a movie! Like we just need to throw Gamer in it. That's what's hot now. Uh, but whatever. All right. You ready to uh, talk about dead silence here? I would love to. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What are your thoughts on dead silence? I mean, you're saying it's not as atmospheric as you once thought. Um, yeah, it's not. I mean, it's, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Like he has this distinct style. And at that time it was yes. like, it was like the style, you know, it, like, that's what you wanted when going to the the movies to see horror. Um, it feels pretty dated for sure. Yeah. I don't, 
to say what I think about it, I mean, it's stupid. It's beyond stupid. Like the the tale, the the poem that they recite doesn't even fucking rhyme. You can't even make make it rhyme. <laughs> at, le- at least put in the effort to have it like flow. But uh, like some some of the effects and the dummies, like I we already mentioned, malignant. If you if you like malignant, I think you'll like this. Yeah, uh, I think. Honestly, even though I just watched it, I think if I watched it again, knowing what it really is and not what my memory of it was, I think I'd enjoy it a little bit more because it, it appears after watching this and Malignant, James Wan just wants to make fucking B-movies. Like, he's like, I have a lot of movie, I have a lot of money, but I just want to make ridiculous B-movies on a, on a studio budget. And I kind of respect that. Yeah, man. I, I mean, so I think a big thing was like, people were like, it's not like they were like, it's. He, he, I think he just, I think he got caught in like the insidious. He does insidious. He does the conjuring. He does insidious two and the conjuring two, right? And I feel like people were just like, cause those have a different vibe, right? Less of a, less camp in it, like less campiness in it. Yeah. Way more. Yeah. It's almost as if they just cut off the tail end of his normal movies, right? Like they, they, if you take his like that formula, it's everything up to the insane reveal. <laughs> yes, because yes. I think you're right. I think it, the, he does have an atmospheric like presence, and it's always. But in the in his early stuff and Malignant, it's early on in the movie, and you're like, oh fuck, like what is this? This is fucking spooky. <laughs> but then and during this period, he was just like, oh, and by the way. <laughs> She has yeah. a face on the back of her head or like this fucking, I don't even want to say it because I want to save it till the end. Cause I think it's the most insane ending I've ever seen. Like, it <laughs> is laugh out loud funny. It's like and the way that, the way that guy reacts <laughs> saves all of his acting chops for that one scene. Oh my God. And fucking it's, 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 it's not good, but I, I really, really fucking liked it. I had a really good time watching it. Um, I didn't definitely time one. like a, a, a group, a group viewing movie. Oh, like yeah. if, you were, if you were to have like a, a get together and, and have a bunch of people watching it, you're definitely going to have fun. I think, yeah. And I think it'll like, I think it'll like probably, I feel like this'll be like in like a, not, not, like this coming generation of kids coming into horror and stuff. I feel like this might be their like insane fucking movie that they watch. Like, I feel like they'll be like, get ready for this weird shit. Like, this is so fucking bizarre. Like you think they're going to go to dead silence. I think so. I think so. I think it would be like a lot like, um, what's the one with like the mannequins and shit. We did it for the show. Taurus trap. Yeah. Like, I feel like it falls into that. Like, I feel like in, like, 20, 20 years, 25 years, like, Dead Silence is, like, the tourist trap where you're like, wait till you see this shit. Like, we'll, get, we'll get we'll get our boy Mike Brown on so you can say it caused the uh, <laughs> generation of people to be scared of dummies. I just think it's got, I think it's got everything that you're, you can watch it and be like, what the fuck? The kills are there. The, the... The insanities there, fucking puppets, makes no fucking sense. <laughs> I love it. It'll be cool when people are like uh, they dig, they deep dive into James Wan's filmography after seeing like Aquaman and, and Fast and Furious. And oh stuff. man, like what think else did about this guy that. Do? Like what else did this guy do? Boy, this guy makes a great action movie. Let me uh, let me take a look at this Dead Silence. <laughs> 
Um, so Dead Silence kicks off um, uh, in the 6th century. It was some text. It kicks off with some text. In the 6th century BC, it was believed that the spirits of the dead would speak through the stomach region of the living. Which, like, if you read that as a scientist, you're probably like, that was fucking diarrhea. That was fucking... <laughs> ain't spirits, brother. That's... <laughs> that's, that's, that's a great point. That's, a good, that's exactly what that was. Yeah. I'm just wondering <laughs> why is my stomach gurgling and then fucking stuff explodes out of it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's the fucking devil. Um, what, what was that disease that was just like you diarrheaed yourself to death in the Oregon Trail? Fucking uh, uh, dysentery. Dysentery. That's all it was. Like, they were like <laughs> the devil took his life after it spoke to him. Like, no. Just shit himself to death. Um, then it says, from the Latin venter for belly and loquai to speak, hence the word ventriloquist. I don't know if any of that's real, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking maybe. Um, <laughs> so that's how we kick this off. We're, you know, we're hyped for a ventriloquist story, which really this isn't, but that's fine. Um we meet the young couple working on their apartment. Um, Jamie, who is the guy from True Blood, and uh, his girlfriend Lisa, I want to say. Um, yes, his wife. Wife, Lisa. Um, working on their apartment. Happy as hell. By the way, this movie just kicks off. By the way, this movie is fucking insane. This is actually the pace. Of, like, this movie is absolutely insane. The opening scene, they're just fixing up the house. Uh, they get a box. Uh, the scariest looking package I've ever seen. There's no way I'd fucking open it. No address. Fucking like leaking. Got stains all over it. Um, they open it. It's the creepiest doll ever. Um, Jamie's like, his eyes are very, so... Uh, Goosebumps-esque. Night of the Living Dummy. Very, very. Look, looks a lot like Slappy. Um, and J- Jamie's like, oh, his eyes are so real. They're, they're not. They look like... It looks exactly like a dummy. It looks like a puppet eyes. That's normal. <laughs> um, but I did like the look of the doll. The doll was like kind of fucking creepy. I liked him. And uh, his wife says, you know, uh, remember that poem we used to talk about when we were kids? And he's like, uh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. She then proceeds to say the most insane fucking poem of all time that no one would ever forget in their lives if that was sung to you as a child murdered by an old woman like it's like the most insane poem ah, it must have slipped my mind that we, we were reading a poem about something that happened not long before we were born a generations like one generation right <laughs> oh, afraid i forgot that about our fucking haunted ass town which like what? town that you grew up in it like it like names people that they know <laughs> um yeah. So Jamie goes to get takeout. Uh, and we have this insane moment. And I actually really like this cool effect where like the sound is like almost like sucked from the scene. Um, and you can't, you can't hear anything. And I think that translates to the characters. Like, I don't think the wife can hear. There's no sound in the room. Um, like the tea. The teapot like stops whistling and it's all, well, it doesn't stop whistling. It's just she can't hear it. Can't hear it. Um, like, and it's cool because like you see like thunder and lightning in the window and like there's no sound. All you can really hear is her breath. Um, she goes to look at the doll. 
who is doing Jamie's voice? Correct. Well, that's weird because like I thought who she who it killed it took its voice, but whatever, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> I mean, um, there's so many stipulations to this doll, you know, just to jump ahead because like it needs you to scream before it can kill you. Right. Right. Which like, cause we, cause we meet that old guy and like, he like, he owns the doll for like, he's the, the doll's caretaker and he's never screamed in front of it. But then, but then he does, right. It takes his tongue. Yeah, well, that's, that's what that's what it does. If you scream, it takes it takes your tongue. Yeah, because like don't scream, she, you're fine. And here's the other thing: the doll, <laughs> the doll. I thought I thought the doll was actually going to have a face turn in this movie, which is weird to say, because it's not really the fucking doll. It's it's spoilers, it's, it's, it's Mary ghost. Shaw. Yeah, nothing. Right. The doll is not anything. The dolls don't matter, which was kind of weird because. I don't know. She seems pretty capable when she's outside of the doll. <laughs> she also has a, she's a fucking army of dolls. <laughs> Absolute fucking 7,000. country. Billy's number 57. And that he was in the middle of the fucking wall later on. We'll, at yeah. the end of the movie. If number 57. There's got to be like 300 in there. Fucking insane. <laughs> um, but anyway, Billy the doll throws the sheet over her and just murders the shit out of her. Uh, Jamie returns home. Here's the tea kettle and all that. Um, and then he calls out for Lisa. Who's like in here. Also, I don't think Billy does. I don't think Billy does his voice. I think, I think she just goes in there looking. Cause she had like set it up as a prank. Um, but anyway, he, uh, he calls out for Lisa and he hears Lisa's voice, but he finds a puddle of blood. And then he hears her voice again saying he's got a surprise for her. He walks in, sees the sheet on the bed. He pulls the sheet and the fucking corpse of Lisa's sitting there. And it's fucking nuts. You think James liked that one scene in the ring where the girl's in the closet and her, her mouth is like a gape? Oh, for, oh, dude. like Because that is what he modeled every kill scene. That every time. kill is is that. So, yeah, he was pretty, he was pretty <laughs> pumped about it. <laughs> pretty pumped about it. Um, but yeah, he like the mouth, like the jaws kind of unhinged and I don't even know what else happens. Oh, they take out the tongue, which tongue's gone. You think they would explain, but I feel like they waited until like way later in the movie to like point that out. Like, Hey, everyone's tongue's gone. Like, Oh shit. That's <laughs> seems fucking nuts. Don, Donnie brings it up about uh, the wife. In this oh, case. he does. Oh, okay. He does. Um, so that's it. Because again, he doesn't know how police officers actually talk. Because he's like, oh, "You told me you talked to her before." And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, our tongue was missing." Yeah, that, that proves nothing. Dude, could have happened after I talked. He gives Jamie like all of the information in the world, <laughs> and also is just following him around, dude. Jamie just fucking leaves the state like multiple times, and like he's like, oh, "I'm the loose, huh? What are you doing?" <laughs> Dude, and I was going to say this before because you mentioned him like tampering with evidence. The funniest part was when um, it, it happens. I mean, soon Jamie takes the doll to to his hometown and Donnie confronts him with 
grabs the doll and puts it on his hand and is doing a puppet act with it, being like, uh, well, let's ask the doll what he thinks. I'm like, what are you getting your fucking dirty old hands all over the fucking evidence? Like, what are you doing? This is so insane. Fucking doing a all puppet show. Everything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Donnie, cute Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie. And in, in the scene where Donnie shows up, he's just like, here's what you should say to your lawyer. And I'm just giving him fucking advice. <laughs> Dude, and Donnie, Donnie accuses him of being the murderer, and, uh, yeah, I mean, really, I mean, Jamie's kind of fucked, like, quite honestly, Donnie lays out a pretty, like, solid case, but also, like, just like we just said, all Jamie would have to do is go to the fucking lawyer and be like, by the way, this is what they're planning on doing, this is his plan, this is what they think I did, and you could just walk it backwards, reverse engineer your case against that. <laughs> And there's no lawyer present in this room, and Donnie has more than enough to hold this guy. And, and why is this guy free? To be dude, honest with you, that's that dude. He that that's what I'm saying. Like his case is actually like he's fuck. Like real real talk. Like Donnie lays it all out there, and is like, "You were the last one to see her. No one else did anything. Your prints are all over the fucking apartment. No forced entry, dude. He lists like eighteen fucking things." That would immediately get you locked up. And and, and his only defense, his only thing that he has to offer is like, hey, well, what about that puppet that showed up? And even Donnie's like, Donnie's like, I don't give a fuck about that puppet that showed up. He's like, what are you trying to tell me? And then he immediately lets him go. He just lets him go free. Dude, which is a, which is a fucking theme. Every time Donnie's like, fucking busted you leaving. And, and Jamie's like, oh, yeah, whoops. And then just, like, walks out the door in front of him. And he's like, oh, hey, I don't want to have to chase you. <laughs> Idiot. Dude, like, he for sure has, like, never met a police officer or, like, watched any police footage of any Any kind. procedural, yeah. <laughs> um, I fucking love it. Um, Jamie, though, is convinced it's some, this doll has something to do with it. He rips apart the box. Dude, is there any way you would ever think it's the fucking doll? Like in real life? Yeah. Me personally right now. Yes. No, not in a billion fucking years. But it did show up mysteriously. I, I would, mean, I would think whoever left the box was responsible. Fugitive. That's a fugitive. That side. is fair. That that wasn't the question though. The question <laughs> was with, with the doll. Would I ever suspect the doll? And the answer is no. Of course you wouldn't. And I definitely wouldn't do what Jamie does right now, which is like rip the velvet lining of the box apart, which for some reason underneath it had like the name and address of Mary Shaw. <laughs> all all identifying information underneath it in an advertisement for their show. <laughs> but hey, you know, what can you do? Um, you, gotta, you gotta push the plot along. <laughs> you gotta fucking figure this out. You know, and hey, listen. You know what, Mr. James Wan? I'm fine with it. Fuck it. I don't need a scene of him going to the fucking library and looking up microfiche. microfiche. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've seen enough. Just fucking open the box and be like, huh? <laughs> it's so funny because like four years ago, I would have been like, that's so lazy. But now I, I am 100. Like, fucking thank you. Like, I don't <laughs> care. We're watching a, a movie about a killer ventriloquist doll. Like, Put her fucking social security number on the bottom of the doll's foot and have him identify it. <laughs> oh, man. So to Raven's Fall we go. That's their hometown. <laughs> they were like, 
It won't be creepy enough. Let's call it Raven's Fall. <laughs> Not a fucking town in the United States of America named that. Um, and it's a ghost town, man. Like, the town's fucking done, right? Like, everything's shut down. That's because everyone's dead. Fun fact. <laughs> Which, again, like... The ending, <laughs> when you think about it, like, of course... A fucking course this is the ending. Why did this guy not realize that? Oh my god. Um, I love it. Oh my god, the ending is so fucking perfect. Um So it's a ghost town except for the one mansion. <laughs> the, the fucking town is propped up by uh Jamie's dad who has a mansion but he's in a wheelchair and d- appears not to work. Um a funeral home, which everyone's dead, so you don't need He's a business is probably, although he probably made a fortune True. during the height of this. And then, uh, that's it. Right. That's it. There's no other buildings. No, it is just the dad and, uh, his, his new lady. Oh yes. Ella, who we meet. Uh, uh, I guess I'm your stepmom, Ella. Yes. Which that's weird. Um, and Ella's, Ella's played by that Amber Valletta that we were talking about earlier before. And we learn they're all from Raven's Fall, including Jamie's uh, now deceased wife. So they all grew up there. They met there and then they left. Right. So, okay. And then the dad is played by Bob. Which again makes him not being aware of that poem in Warlock. Right. Uh, dude, the town is fucking dead. Like Fucking Ella immediately recites it. <laughs> you just met Ella for the first time. He's like, hey, you ever hear of this? And she's like, oh, you mean... And then says it word for word. <laughs> <laughs> and the entire town is fucking dead. Like, that's not even an exaggeration. Like, we <laughs> learn the fucking puppets killed everyone in town. <laughs> Oh, that fucking weird fucking riddle about puppets. Uh, <laughs> um, the dad's played by Bob Gutton, which we mentioned before, and is a miserable prick, as always, in every movie he's in. Great, like that. Dude, the Shawshank Redemption as the warden. Dude. Classic. And it's just because his resting face is just a the big frown. Dude, he looks like a ventriloquist. Dog. Dude, he does. He, ha- he has those he has those marionette lines. His headshot is crazy. It actually looks nuts if you look at it. Um, it was that was cool. Um, so anyway, uh, he asks about um, a childhood poem about Mary Shaw, like you mentioned. But also, oh, the dad's like, I have no idea what you're fucking talking about. Um, and then he's like, are you sure? And then the dad's like, okay, I do. I know fucking everything. <laughs> Denies it. And he's like, oh, by the way, everything that happened in this poem is our direct family, our direct bloodline. <laughs> you see your fucking uncle. <laughs> um, yeah. We go to the funeral parlor where, um, you know, he's got to go bury his wife. So he's got to head over there. Um, and he does believe the doll is responsible for this stuff, but for some reason keeps it propped up in his hotel room. Because <laughs> that's cool. Um, and as he falls asleep, the dummy turns off, does the sound thing. Um, he's getting ready to attack. Uh, and Jamie wakes up and sees visions of Mary Shaw in his room, but he's able to escape somehow. I, I don't know how, because I guess that, I guess you don't scream, right? That's the thing. Yeah, it can only get you if you make the if you scream. Hmm. Okay, she gets your voice. <sighs> Which, like, why wouldn't she take the you know, throat box? But 
I know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Little Mermaid style. The vocal baby. cords. Yeah. Um, the funeral home director gets the poor body of little Lisa, um, and he's he's looking at it. And he's like, "This can't be." Like he's seen it before. Mm. Yes. Then he also goes to go find Marion, who I'm not sure if it's his wife or family member, who's in a crawl space with a stuffed crow saying she won't find me in here. She is like, actually, she might be a genius character because she's kind of like a red herring. Just She's just constantly throwing out red herrings, but has no reason to like there's. Like, nothing about her is explained. Like, she has no connection to these things. She just, like, hears voices. And they might not even be the real voices. <laughs> she's, just, she's just crazy, right? Right. She might just be actually, like, a little, little off-center, you know what I'm saying? But but they, she she's used as a red herring every fucking, like, 15 minutes. She'll pop up and be like, the doll. And you're like, whoa, what does she know? She doesn't know anything. Turn. It says here she she is she is Henry's wife. The funeral Henry's wife. Mortician. Okay, well, yeah. Henry's a good guy. <laughs> We're gonna hang out in the crawl space. Uh, at the funeral, Jamie ends up walking into the woods. He finds a weird grave site where Marion like runs up to his face and is like, "It's fucking Mary Shaw," <laughs> which it is. So that's yeah. cool. <laughs> Thanks, Marion. Also, uh, he gets the name of the puppet Billy because we learn that there's a puppet graveyard. Of course there is. Why wouldn't you just light him on fire? Joe, of course you would fucking just smash it into a million pieces, which fun fact is all it takes to destroy the puppets, as we'll learn. (laughs) They're not supernatural fucking puppets, guys. Like. No, they're actual marionettes. They're, they're, she's just shooting them with guns, and that's it. That that puppet's off limits now. Like that puppet's done. Yeah. Fucking. Re- and 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 lighting it on fire. And lighting it on fire. <laughs> uh, Jamie brings Billy to that puppet graveyard. Tries to rebury him in his grave, um, but as he leaves, there's puppet shadows running around his car, and a scene where Billy just like slowly raises up from like the window. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is fucking great. And also, hey, Jamie, why wouldn't you just drive the fuck away and never come back to Raven's Fall? What? Great. I'm glad you brought that up because what is his motivation here? Like, is he trying to solve his wife's murder? Yes. That's that's what we're supposed to believe. Which, like, by the way, I mean, I guess you would have. I, I guess. Okay. So I guess what they're going with is he's either going to jail or he's got to figure this out. But that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, again, that would, that that's where he doesn't understand what the police do because that that would be their job. <laughs> that would be their job. Dude, he takes that like rowboat into the cave here. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Because because Donnie's like following him. He takes a ro- Sean, the rowboat from where it's docked to where the entrance of the cave is. You could fucking just walk, like just walk through the water and go there. I've never seen a more useless. <laughs> Mode of transportation. Then you get getting down, sitting into a rowboat, and then rowing two like two times, and then getting up, going into the cave. <laughs> and by the way, uh, even if you chose to do that, it wouldn't be that difficult. And when Donnie Wahlberg steps into the rowboat, he's like, "Holy fucking shit! <laughs> what the fuck!" <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, <laughs> that guy hates working. 
Um, yeah, he's yeah, the only yeah. fucking guy on, on the force. He's fucking exhausted. <laughs> when when he first brings uh, Jamie in, he's like, <laughs> he has a line that's like, "Do you know how many fucking murdered wives come to my office? <laughs> like, come across my desk every day." Like, well, what's going on, dude? I mean, that's the other funny part. Is like we're saying he's the cop, which if if he was the cop in Ravens Fall, that would be one thing. But they're like in a big city. Like th- their apartment is like very like city. You you see the food takeout place is like very New York City like Chinese takeout. Like with I don't think you're allowed to just go to a different town and just start doing your own. Police. <laughs> no, like you, you have to like contact them and have them do it. <laughs> so no, as you mentioned, he is like full on Dick Tracy. Like it's always a the fucking long jacket, the fucking mustache. Joe, there's three scenes of him shaving it like come on what do <laughs> shaving dude that's right he's shaving in that first scene that we meet him <laughs> and then when he walks into jamie's fucking hotel room like two days later he's like just starts shaving while he's talking it's like the most old school th- like dude what are we doing like that's so fucking nuts like an old norm movie like just fucking shaving and be like oh yeah <laughs> You fucking wise guys, huh? <laughs> it loves telling jokes to Jamie. And loves not arresting him. Dude, there's a point where he actually is ready to arrest him finally. And he's like, I don't want to arrest you in front of your parents. And Jamie just fucking leaves. <laughs> in front of him. Like, he doesn't trick him. He pushes him and then fucking leaves. <laughs> Dude, he he pushes him like a hundred times too, and every time Donnie's like, "Don't make me add assaulting an officer, dude." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I fucking love it. Um, yeah, uh, that's what I was gonna say. Back at the hotel room, Jamie uh, washes up, and the cop is sitting there, um, still shaving. Same old shitty interrogation methods, using the puppet to talk to him. Um, and again, he's like, "You stay in this fucking room." And Jamie's like, okay. And then Jamie looks out the window and watches Donnie drive away and then just leaves. <laughs> you better not fucking leave. Um, he now goes to confront Marion about Mary Shaw. Like, honestly, okay. So I know it, it's fun. It was a fun watch. But, like, all it is, the whole movie is Jamie... Just going to from character to character, and there's only three other characters, so it's just him visiting the same people over and over again. I think that's why it's so fast paced because <laughs> it doesn't have to set up a lot. It's just him going one place to another, and, and them just being like, "Here's Mary Shaw," and then and then a good part of it is showing the Mary Shaw origin story, and then going oh, back yeah. to Jamie trying to find out like where where things are hidden. Yeah, yeah. And that's this is where we uh this is where we get that flashback. He goes to confront yes. Marion. Um and the funeral guy is like super concerned about everything cuz he was like, "Listen, the way your wife was killed is the way the fucking town was killed basically." Um and he won't even say Mary Shaw's name and we cut to the Mary Shaw story. Mary Shaw was the ventriloquist that lost her voice. Which is a cool concept, but that's not what actually happened. They they just fucking killed her. <laughs> they fucking killed Mary. It, it, it was a mob. Yeah, yeah. they killed her because she because she got heckled and <laughs> didn't take kindly to it, and then murdered murdered a child. So it was like almost the Freddy Krueger story, but like the the thing is, she actually killed the fucking kid. So it's not like 
it's like I thought it like it's it's like a revenge, right? She's like, I'm it's vengeance for the mob that killed me. But it wasn't an unjust murder. <laughs> it was completely justified. Especially when we see what she did to the fucking kid later, which is yes. fucking insane. Yes. And again, all the kid did was be like, I can see your lips move. Because she's doing a ventriloquist act. And she's like, what did you fucking say? <laughs> what the fuck did you just fucking say to me, you <laughs> little piece of shit? Fucking idiot. <laughs> and then, like, the fucking puppet's like, I'm going to fucking kill this kid. <laughs> That was her best part of her act, which I guess everyone did applaud her for. Anyway, so yeah, we go to the glory days of Raven's Fair where Mary Shaw performed her act. Like Joe said, the kid calls her out for her lips moving. Um, she goes, I, th- oh, the, the Billy the doll goes, I think we should show this boy just how real I am. <laughs> Fucking which, Will, yeah, he's not, Will Smith he's the not, doll. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's not real. He's going to keep. Keep Mary Shaw's name out of your mouth. Fucking go up and slap the fucking kid. Um, yeah, and and they, they the the puppet and Mary Shaw are talking over each other. So I, I, I don't know. Fucking weird. Um, and then that boy went missing two weeks later. Uh, he disappeared shortly after Mary was murdered uh, by a crowd. Um, and she demanded. Which, by the way. She fucking murdered a fucking kid. Why is anyone like listening to her fucking stupid fucking demands? But the the fucking the fucking the 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 funeral home guy, the mortician, is like, listen, she had some fucking requests, and we had to honor them, including burying a hundred puppets next to her in separate fucking graves. And you're uh, at the point where you're about to murder someone in a field. You're not gonna go out of your way to. Get her hundred dollars and bury them next to her, and then, and best of all, making her into a mannequin. <laughs> her final, he's like, listen, and her final request was a little weird. She wanted to be turned into a puppet, bro. What are you talking? Like, and the guy performed it. <laughs> Imagine, just like that blows my mind. <laughs> like, you're at your wit's end to the point where you're going to take somebody else's life, and then you're like, well, they did ask if I could. You know, turn him into a puppet. <laughs> I guess I have to. They really wanted... It was her last wish. Fair is fair, you know? <laughs> and it's not even, like, just painted lines to turn her into a puppet. They, like, unhinged her mouth so it could, like, go up and down. <laughs> Absolutely nuts. The young mortician uh, snuck in. He sees Mary. Um, and that was, like, the first time Mary, like, kind of, like, came back to life and... Ever since she died at Raven's Fair, the, or ever since she died, Raven's Fair has been plagued with death. Uh, people getting their tongues cut out and posed for family photos, which is also a new fact. Uh, that was not a th- <laughs> that was not a thing until just now. <laughs> just to add to the creepiness, but I, I got to tell you, man, those like photos and those shit photos are they're good. They're fucking yeah. terrifying, um, especially because it's full families, like yes. man, wife, and child, like fucking a little wild. Anyway, so Jamie finds all this out, and he's like, "Yay, I got to go find this Mary Shaw. <laughs> so he goes to the theater where she also lived, just to make things easier for us. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, we said it before, like, he packs no, like, he, he makes it very easy for you to just understand what's happening. It's, there's nothing. Could be lazy. I'm fine with it. Dude. Because uh, he's like, where'd Mary Shaw live? And he's like, uh, actually, she also lived at the theater. 
Let's cut down. Let's reduce the number of locations. Um, <laughs> J- uh, Jamie decides to go find it. Uh, Detective Wahlberg, though, meanwhile, is like, I'm going to go dig up every one of these fucking puppets for some reason. <laughs> So Jamie goes to the old building. He finds cutouts of the old newspapers of missing kids. Um, Suddenly stops. He sees Mrs. Shaw, who still ain't doing fucking much of anything. Um, Meanwhile, Marion's at home talking to Billy. And the mortician's seen enough. So he's about to fucking, you know, take Billy back, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. But on his way out, he hears Marion crying in the crawl space. So he goes in. And he gets ventriloquized. He does. Mary Shaw pops out with Billy. Actually, it's just Mary Shaw. The Billy's not even fucking in there. So it's like, what? 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 what, Why is? Because when they destroy all the spoilers, when they destroy all the dolls, it's like, well, there goes Mary Shaw. But like, Mary Shaw is also just chilling wherever she feels like. Right. Yeah. I don't know. And then we get the first time we like kind of like learn about the voice thing because she says. Your voice is mine now, Henry. So I thought, like, Billy would have a face turn and, like, oh, maybe the puppet's actually trying to stop the murders. Trying to get out, yeah. Trying to stop Mary Shaw. So he's going where Mary Shaw... Because Mary Shaw is chasing these people that are from the town. So Billy would have an understanding of that. And I thought that would have been fucking tight. But listen, anything for this ending. I don't care how it goes. Uh, Anyway, Jamie... Goes to confront his dad again. <laughs> Mr. Fucking Mope. The biggest fucking Mope. And again, is like, hey, tell me everything. And dad's like, well, that's it. I don't know anything else. And Jamie's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, all right, fine. You got me. <laughs> um, and yeah, and then... Um, we get the Freddy Krueger backstory, which we already kind of knew, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, Wahlberg shows up again. And every time he shows up, I honestly have already forgotten that he was in the movie. Because he, he, he literally just shows up and is like, why I oughta. And then fucking we just continue on with the fucking movie. <laughs> does nothing. It does absolutely nothing. Um, and this time, he, though, he's like, he's on to Jamie and he's like, the fucking dolls are all missing. But this is interrupted by a phone call, which, by the way, again, he's a police officer. He's in control of this situation. And the stepmom's like, "Uh, you have a call. It's urgent. And Donnie Donnie Wahlberg's like, well, I can't can't prevent that. You got to take that, obviously. (laughs) I would hate for you to miss this one call. So why don't you take this fucking call? We need we need a Donnie uh, spinoff series. Yo, absolutely. The worst cop in the world. Just <laughs> bumbling, bumbling idiot. Letting people take phone calls. Yo, dude, he's trying. He's about to arrest them. And then the mom's like, Phone. wait, have you watched Blue Buds? No. He's a cop in that, right? Oh, shit. Is he in that? He's like the main star, isn't he? On USA? I, I don't know, channel. Tina would know. I'm sure she watches every episode. <laughs> yeah, Donnie Wahlberg is is the main character, and it, it appears to be a police officer. Oh my god, Joe! He looks exactly the same, except he's wearing a leather coat. <laughs> <now. laughs> <laughs> Fucking he's just not wearing not wearing a trench coat. <laughs> 
It's absolutely outrageous that this guy is doing this. <laughs> I just want to give you a disclaimer. I'm like laughing internal. Like, like usually I feel like I'm more uh, outgoing. I'm, I'm so tired. It like, hurts to laugh. So I'm like mm. inhaling my laughter. No, no, no. So I apologize I, if uh, I seem I think, I think everyone will appreciate you doing this with the vid. So, um, you know, we're doing our fucking damnedest. All right, guys. We got a humdinger schedule <clears throat> too. Um, so anyway, Wahlberg lets him take the call. It's fucking Henry. Who's like, hey, can you meet me at the fucking theater? <laughs> and Jamie's like, I gotta meet Henry. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dumbest thing ever. Um, and that, that's when uh, Donnie's like, listen, it's time to end this. You're under arrest. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mary Cheryl wants to kill him because, as we just found out, he's he's bloodline. Yeah, I guess we didn't. We, I guess her. we didn't talk about that. So the mob that killed the kid, or the mob that killed Mary Shaw, she killed all of them, and now will kill anybody related to them and their bloodline. Right. Which we know is Jamie. Which is Jamie. So why didn't she just do this in the beginning when she's? Or he has Billy at their house, and she could have just used his wife's voice and be like, "Hey, come in this room," and then and then killed him. Um, um, <laughs> this, is, this is tricky, Joe. You know these things. These things take some time to. <laughs> I I don't profess to understand Hollywood magic, so <laughs> these things take time. I don't know. They they you got to recharge your powers a little bit. You got to fuck it. I don't know. They're ghosts. <laughs> They're unpredictable. They're, they're I'll, I'll accept that explanation. <laughs> I mean, Mary, least, least efficient worker. I, I guess the thing is, like, he hasn't screamed. I guess is like the only thing I could think of to defend that. But like, you didn't even try to scare him, right? Like, you didn't even. Right. You, I mean, you have him. Also, how did he not which... scream when he saw his fucking wife with fucking her fucking wife. jaw ripped open? <laughs> There's no way you don't scream seeing that. Right. <laughs> At least a little yelp, you know. You'd open it. You know, is it like, is it that your mouth is open so she can access it? Or is it like the act of scream? I don't know. Why am I thinking about this? this is <laughs> Even James Wan would be like, are you fucking serious right now? Just fucking watch the fucking. I made this as simple as possible for you guys. <laughs> Just fucking digest it and move on. Um. Yeah. So Jamie. Jamie is about to get arrested. Donnie's like, hey, I don't want to do this in front of your stepmom. So uh, <laughs> why don't you just come with me? And he's like, okay. And then just shoves him and runs away. <laughs> and by the way, fucking Donnie walks up. Like, dude, Jamie gets in his car. This is how, like, inefficient this is. Jamie is starting his car, and Donnie, like, walks up and touches the window and is like, come on, man. I don't want to chase you. I'm low on gas. <laughs> In that time, he could have at least done something to get him out of the fucking car. <laughs> He's so slow. And then Jamie just drives away and Donnie's like, oh, gosh, darn it. And like gets in his car and casually chases him. <laughs> but Jamie has such a jump on him. It's so crazy. It makes no sense. But um, Jamie somehow escapes, gets on a rowboat, goes to the island. Donnie follows suit, still being like, oh, God damn it. God damn it. And somehow is able to catch up with him and they become a team like instantly. Like 
in a quarter, he's like, there's nothing in here. And then he hears like a whisper, and he's like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> I got your, you got my lead. I got your six. I got your six. <laughs> We're going to fucking kill this fucking ghost. Um, he, 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 it's so weird. It's so fucking bizarre. <laughs> anyway, and everything he sees, by the way, he's like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> A whisper, a fucking wind breeze. He's like, dear fucking God. The puppets, he's like. This is a guy that was in a fucking boy band. <laughs> By the way, he's also, seen, he's also seen the puppet graveyard. And when they walk into the puppet room where all the puppets are in the cases, he's like, Jamie, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> the world's shittiest cop. You know, you literally dug up all of their fucking graves and were like, they're not here. That would be like, oh, that, that's where the fucking puppets yeah, were. That's where they all went. That, that explains that. <laughs> and Case probably solved. not Jamie. So that's like two cool things that I just found out. Instead, he asks Jamie what's going on. <laughs> um, oh, it's fucking amazing. Um they find all the dolls uh, except Billy, and they find the missing dead boy who is now a fucking doll, man. And gruesome, gruesome. Also, somehow still has skin on it. The kid fucking died 60 fucking years ago. It's uh, out of control. Fucking outrageous. But um, suddenly we see all the dolls start turning their heads and eyes. And then we get confronted with the fucking most insane clown doll of all time. They're all like realistic people until this clown shows up. But it's Mary Shaw. Mary Shaw has taken the role of this clown. Uh, she says she was there to silence all those who silenced me. And uh, she she says something. She was like, they're like, why the boy? And she's like, it's so hard to construct the perfect doll. Creepy, right? Um, and then scenes of Mary Shaw fucking um, hanging out with like the kid, like after she killed him and shit, like giving him tea is fucking weird but um and then the doll is like hey jamie come closer and i'll whisper to you which for some reason he fucking does the most insane last thing I would do. <laughs> this fucking vicious ghost that's killed an entire town is like hey uh can you uh just get a little closer to me come a little closer come a little closer to my three inch puppet hands <laughs> Um, and he does, and then he gets licked, and he's like, whoa! <laughs> and then Mary Shaw lifts up the doll, and her tongue, her big-ass venom tongue comes out. Um, yeah. And, uh, then we see Mary taking over all the dolls as Wahlberg starts shooting them. Like, Wahlberg shoots the doll, and then Mary, like, jumps into a different doll. So, it's saying Mary is controlling the dolls, which... Again, doesn't like at, make a ton of sense, right? Like, right? Because she's also behind the doll and picks it up and is like putting her tongue. There is really very little that makes sense <laughs> throughout this whole. Thing. Well, my favorite thing happens right now. Well, besides the ending, mm -mm. <laughs> Donnie Wahlberg falls off the rafters and fucking dies in the most random anticlimactic death of all time. <laughs> Dude, they pair, they finally after him following around him Jamie around like you said, make him pair up. So you think they're going to be like a dynamic duo at right. the end, right? Fall falls to his death and dies, 
And then he screams while he's falling, which is a natural reaction. And then why does his corpse come back up into the, like, it's already through, right? Right. It, it fell, and it rises back up. So we can just see that he has no tongue. <laughs> it's like when you, it's like those, like, weeble wobbles that, like, go down and then it comes back up. It makes no sense. But what's even better is then Jamie falls off the rafters because he gets spooked by Mary, who, again, isn't a doll. She's just Mary. He falls, but he falls through the floor and into water. So <laughs> safe landing. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I think Donnie only died because he screamed while he was falling. Oh, I see. This is so stupid. So, like, why did he come back up? Because that's, that's what I'm saying. It's so stupid. Like, he's... He- Falls and he just pops back up just so we can see that he has no more tongue. <laughs> Which you could have just had him laying there with his fucking mouth open. Of course you could. <laughs> you, just had, you could have just never seen him again. You'd be like, oh, that's that. I love James Wan so much. <laughs> Who's the bigger menace? Is it James or is it fucking Lee? Did Lee write Malignant? No, he didn't. So I think I think it might be James. <laughs> Alright. I don't know. He didn't he didn't write Malignant. Didn't let's just hold let's just hold them both responsible. <laughs> Man, Saw just and by the way, this movie is shot exactly like fucking Saw, dude. Yes, and the ending sure is. the ending has the Saw ending. Like the dun 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 we're gonna explain everything that just happened that you wasted an hour and twenty minutes watching. Um, I love it. Actually, actually, I'm on your side. I absolutely love it. Yeah, dude, it's so good. The end is so fucking insane. Um, <laughs> so he escapes um, the water somehow uh, and discovers his dad is missing. So he heads over to Henry's house. Again, dude, just bouncing from the same three houses. The same three locations. Where he finds Marion, who I thought was dead, but isn't. But she's with dead Henry. And he's like, where's Billy? My dad would never be missing. Like my dad's in a wheelchair. He can't go missing, which that's the stretch, but um, Henry's gone. And she's like, I don't know. Henry tried to get rid of him. I don't know. I don't know why that happens, but anyway, he heads back home to try and find this fucking puppet, probably assuming that the puppet's going after his dad because bloodline. Right. Right. Um, So Jamie uh, is like looking for the puppet and then, he sees his dad sitting motionless in a wheelchair, right? Yeah. And he, like, walks up to his dad, tries to touch him, and it's revealed. The dad falls forward, and it's revealed his back has been fucking hollowed out. And there's just, like, a fucking giant wood stick in there to turn him into a marionette. Yes. Um. Now, was he just turned into a marionette? He was not. He's been a marionette since the this moment whole time. we met him. <laughs> and we get the saw explanation for this. It's like goes all the way back to the beginning. The the flashbacks to scenes we've seen, but they're like in a sepia tone and like with this menacing like, music uh, the, behind it. Like a different camera a angle. A different angle. Just slightly, yeah. yes. <laughs> Just slightly askewed, so you see the fucking wife, Ella, the new stepmom, using the fucking stick to make him talk. And my favorite scene, my favorite scene ever, 
just in case, just in case Jamie didn't buy it, she made it so if he could eat soup in front of Jamie, <laughs> and the soup went down a tube and into a bowl under in his body, like just like carved out, put a bowl in his body just so where the soup could go. <laughs> Imagine if. You're a ghost, and you have to go through that much effort to haunt people. Bro, uh, I'd be like, what is the point? What is even the point of being a ghost if I can't just scare I'll the just sh- sit here for eternity like, and do nothing. Having having to come up with that intricate of a plan. <laughs> Joe, that is one of the most insane things. Dude, hey, listen. Jamie Jamie might buy it the first time, but if his dad doesn't eat, he'll never fucking believe. He'll never. F- and by the way, every time Jamie sees his dad... His dad's like, will you please stay? And Jamie's like, I got fucking better shit to do. <laughs> like, immediately leaves. Yeah, because Ella's always like, he's not like you. He used to. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a fucking marionette. He's been a marionette. Um, and we cut to Ella using him as a puppet. Um, and also her reflection in the mirror is Mary Shaw. Yes. And... If you want if you thought the other stuff was kind of like breezed over an explanation, the explanation for Ella being Mary Shaw is so like essentially Ella was the perfect puppet that she made. Right. And then it cuts to a book that Jamie had seen where there's like plans in it, but all it has is just like a drawn picture of Ella's face on it. And it's like what the fuck? It seems like she could have just taken the fucking. It seems a little odd to me. Yes, <laughs> doesn't add up. Doesn't add up. Also, Ella says, "Now who's the dummy?" <laughs> classic, classic line. <clears throat> um, and then it ends with, uh, guess what? Mary Shaw eats fucking Jamie. Yeah. And then we see Mary the Shaw wins. Mary Shaw Mary wins. Shaw is, Mary Shaw is a child killer. She's not the hero. She, you, you said it. Her, her death was completely justified. Mob violence is almost never the answer, except in the case of Mary Shaw. T- turning a fucking local kid into a fucking puppet. Like, what, 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 come on. What the fuck? And again, for being like, hey, uh, I see your mouth moving. Dude, like any movie ever, whenever they have like a mob, it's always like unjust, like Frankenstein's monster. Right, or, right. Or, like you said, Nightmare on Elm Street. Th- this time is like the only movie that's been, yeah, that, that should have happened. Because, yeah, original Nightmare, I'm pretty sure it's like supposed to be, he really wasn't like, he. it was like an, it wasn't him, right? Or like. Or I maybe, don't remember. Maybe he was a diddler. Maybe, maybe he was, he was. I know in the remake, in the remake, they like went hard on that. They were like, this guy's a fucking, this guy's got pictures to prove it. Yeah. You remember that movie? I, unfortunately. <laughs> the fucking ball sack face. <laughs> Whose voice is worse? Christian Bales and Batman or the guy from uh, the fucking... Bad News Bears? Bad News Bears doing... <laughs> Probably Christian Bales. Yeah, of course. For sure. 100%. <laughs> Christian Bales. <laughs> Um, and that's the end of the movie. We see the family portrait at the end of the whole family just fucking carved up. And um, that's it. Mary Shaw closes the the family book. The family jewels. Yeah. So that's it, guys. Um, schedule coming up. We've got a summer schedule that you will not fucking believe. And I might regret talking about because who the fuck knows what's going to happen when we do these. 
uh, Reagan was like, I don't think I'll post this just in case you guys change your mind. At, <laughs> oh, you're at, learning, Reagan. You're learning. <laughs> as you do. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's good. But I, I, I think we're going to stick to this. This is a pretty, th- this is, I'm excited. Yeah. this is hitters, man. This is hitters. Um, I'm actually trying to find the email right now. Cause I just realized I did not update it on my, um, one note here. Old Reagan, where's where's Reagan? Guys, can we like keep the creepy messages to Reagan like to a minimum? Can we just can I just mention that? <laughs> All right, summer schedule. Uh okay. So we did Dead Silence, a big Patreon pick. Another big Patreon pick I'm really excited for. Doom Asylum. Doom I Asylum. Seen that one. I, I haven't seen it. It looks fucking nuts. It looks crazy as hell. I'm very excited. Um, and then those were kind of fillers until our Romero, uh, month starts. We're going to start that May 31st. Uh, you, what, what is, why would we do June? Is that night of the living dead's anniversary? No, it was five years since he died. Oh, five years since he died. Dude, I can't believe he lasted that long. I still think he died in like Jeez. 2006. Hey, wait, listen, hey, hey. I'm sorry. <laughs> Serial killer is back. I'm going to. I, I'm dreading doing this. I have like barely enough time to do anything, but I am I'm committing. I'm gonna do it, including the intros and everything. It's back. George Romero's serial killer. And you know what, man? Joe nailed this one. Um because I think serial killer, you have to have some type of arc with a with the the content, right? Yeah. Where it goes some type of turn to talk about it, or else it's just fucking talking about their movies. Um, Romero has a weird fucking weird, weird filmography and it's interesting where things fall and where things and what he ends up doing like later in his life. It's, it's very odd. Um, so you have night of the living dead, uh, serial killer. Part one is going to be night of the living dead. Um, hungry wives, which has another name. I forget like sister witches or something like that. Um, the crazies and Martin. I'm excited for her. that's that's a crazy that's a crazy I haven't seen the crazies of Martin in forever oh my god same I, like I never saw the, the second one I just watched Night of the Living Dead so that should be yeah that's cake uh the second week of serial killer Dawn of the Dead Night Riders Day of the Dead and creep show ish we're not really going to talk a lot about creep show because June 18th um our next live show our live watch along is going to be creep show yes Fun movie to watch with a group. Yes. Um, I'm excited. For that. Yeah. Uh, then, but you, before that. Dude, how do you follow up Dawn of the Dead? Regarded as like one of the, the greatest like pinnacles in horror. And you make a Knight Riders. <laughs> so this is, this is what's interesting about like his thing. It seems like, I don't want to say it seems like he didn't want to do those movies, but it seems like he may, he would make this like, zombie movie and everyone would be like holy shit and then he'd be like yeah you want to know what i'm gonna do next hungry wives you want to know what i'm gonna do next uh fucking night riders like what the fuck are you doing like and it's i'm not saying the crazies and martin are bad but i i don't think you know they're not in as high regard as night of the living dead for sure and from a political standpoint definitely i don't think they have anything that they're pointing out and again like then he goes back to dawn of the dead and it's like a political statement and it's like, Oh cool. And then he's like, by the way, I'm not done night riders. 
<laughs> three hour fucking movie. Yeah. So the movies I chose, I tried to choose ones that he wrote and directed. So Creep Show, he did only direct it, but that's that's why it's a live show too. Um then the third week is uh Two Evil Eyes, um, a like essentially like the grindhouse with Quentin Tarantino and um who, Robert, who did, Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez and except he did it with motherfucking what Dario Dario Argento. Yes. So they each I think it's only it's an anthology but I think they each only took one I think it's just two stories. Um so that'll be cool. Then he goes the darker half in Bruiser. Then it's going to be our live show June 18th and June 28th the final episode of Serial Killer. Land of the Dead, Diary of the Dead, and Survival of the Dead. His last three. He's just like, fuck it. I guess this is just what people want. I'm excited to watch Land again, because when it came out in 2005, I think it was 2005. A lot of hype. So much hype. And like people are like, he's back, baby. And I remember liking it. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, i ex- fully expecting to be like, what the fuck is wrong with me? But uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch those three again. Yeah, me too. Uh, that's going to be a great month. June is packed. Um, then July, all Jaws, baby. All Jaws. Jaws. Is Jaws. Jaws has, two. What's that? Has Paul answered us? Is, is he joining us for any of these? I don't know, Joe. The guy fucking. <laughs> the guy is a fucking fucking menace. He fucking <laughs> actively ignores certain things and then like sends us 18 messages, being like. The state of this world uh, makes me sick. <laughs> That's an actual quote from today. <laughs> me and Sean trying to get a serious answer from fucking three weeks. We just, we pick, picks out one one news article that we shared 12 hours prior. <laughs> That's what he swoops in with. Um, so, yeah, we're doing Jaws, Jaws 2, Jaws 3D, and our live show July 23rd. Is gonna be Jaws the Revenge. So pumped for that. I'm so excited it's a, for that. It's a I did I I'm not gonna say it's the best sequel, but it's the most fun sequel. It's the most it's so fun to watch. <laughs> I'm super pumped. Then August, I kinda went I, I, I kinda went uh a little a little because Joe didn't program August. He did the other two months, so I I, I kinda took a took a swing at august i i did i don't know why i did this it's just it's been on my like burner for so long and i like want it so bad i just i've wanted to do it for so long because just of what it is john carpenter's vampires to kick off august i did i'm on board. i was going with like a desert summer theme kind of thing that's what i was trying to go i feel like that takes place in the desert i feel like it's the cover looks hot okay yeah i'm with it Sleep What's awake. the vampire movie with uh, John Bonavichovia? Uh Oh, wait, what? Is I feel like that one takes place in the desert. Um, John Carpenter's Vampires. Is it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, was not aware you know, of that. I just got so fucking excited. Uh, <laughs> wait, is that, is that true? Is that true? Yes. John Bon Jovi's like the main character in it. No, okay, okay. I was thinking of Vampires Los Muertos, which is a sequel to 1998's Vampires. Oh, oh wait, yeah, they did. They made. You're right. I'm sorry. 
they made it. They made that cover of that tricky. It looked like Wait, so. John, John Bon Jovi's in Vampires. No, he's not. Okay, he's All in right. that second. I was one. just having fucking meltdown. James Woods and uh, who's the other guy in it? One of the fucking idiot um, Baldwin brothers. <laughs> oh yeah, Danny, Danny Baldwin. Um, and you know who else is in there? Our boy Mark Boone Jr. Okay, love to see that guy work. Um, so, but if the sequel's in the desert, I bet the first one is too. <laughs> that makes sense. Other podcasts must fucking hate us. Cause it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> so little fucking effort is done. <laughs> we just guess and hope. <laughs> it's definitely in the desert. Okay. Confirmed. Anyway, John Carpenter's vampires. And then. The fact that these two, actually all these movies, have never been done on this show is kind of crazy. We're going to do Sleepaway Camp August 9th. How have we not done that? It's so fucking insane, dude. Sleepaway Camp 2, August 16th. Um, Both of those are just like so heavily requested. And then August 23rd, I think we should take a look at The Evil Dead and The Evil Dead 2 and take a look at those together. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a weird pair, and I feel like it's it's worth talking about. I love it. How have we not done that? I would have. I could have bet a million dollars. What kind of a horror show is this? (laughs) Well, our last live show was Tiptoes. (laughs) (laughs) And then a little change of pace here for the live shows. We're going Savage Beach, baby. Hell yeah. I'm open to switching that, though. If you, Vampires, if, Los Muertos? No, 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 no. Not for that. Just another Andy Sidaris. So if we find out that, like, Picasso Trigger is better, I'll switch it. I'm fine. They're all the same movie. It doesn't fucking matter. It's just going to be fucking boobs and explosions. So let's, let's let it roll. <laughs> and the name Savage Beach, that's not the one we did, right? I honestly have- <laughs> Well, we'll let our fans. No, we did, we did, we did, we did guns. We did Malibu Express. We did uh, Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Oh, hard. Okay, 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 okay. Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Okay, this is Savage Beach, guys. I'm ready for it. Is there? Are these like on a like a set yet? A Blu-ray set? Because that might be the only Blu-ray set. I'd the buy. only Blu-rays you own. It's worth it. I would buy them in a fucking second if it was a whole collection. This guy is the greatest. What a fucking hero! Why is this guy not a hero to more people? He was like fucking 80 years old when he started doing this. He's just like, you know what? I'm just going to have surround myself with nude women and blow things up. And also my wife is the executive producer on every movie. <laughs> that, uh, living the fucking dream. <laughs> oh, man. So that's it, man. We're we're booked through August. I'm excited. This is a fucking lineup. I, I'm, I'm telling you, this is this is fucking hitters. If we stick to this, this is, we'll be fucking famous. <laughs> anyway guys that's all i've got joe you got anything else no sir all right guys thank you all so much um appreciate you all appreciate all of our patreon donors you guys are the fucking greatest um the support is overwhelming and we love that um facebook.com slash i hate horror i hate horror.com instagram.com slash i hate horror um and sometimes on Twitter at I Hate Horror Show. I fucking did it this week. Uh Joe, where can they find you? 
Instagram, Ugnish1985. And that's it, guys. Thank you all so much. And for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Fucking zombie getting sliced and diced. The monster.